0: I want to welcome you to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. On Wednesdays, Bible study at 7 p.m. And this morning, we are talking about the book, God Wants You to Succeed want you to really understand that God wants you to succeed. Now we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore we're faithful, we're bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There is no plan B, there is only a plan A. So with that being said, we're gonna go right into subject matter, and that is being in the moment, being in the moment. It's important that we be in the moment. Now, in relationship to any and everything, work, romance, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you want to be in the moment, and this is, this is important for us to understand that. The scripture, the Bible says in Leviticus 18 and 5, it says, ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if you do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. Now, in order to do that, we have to be in the moment. Now, the word be places you in a particular setting or position. It can also lead to a series of commands like be quiet, be still, be good, be something. None of those are negative because sometimes we do need to be quiet so that we can hear what is actually being communicated. You know, we might have our own thoughts going on and someone is telling us something. But then when you be quiet and you listen, then you may say, oh, I get what you're saying, you know. The Bible tells us to be still and know that I am the Lord. See, there comes a time that this word really stands out, be good, which we should be good. The Bible tells us that we overcome evil with good. So if there's any evil little skeletons in your closet, we overcome those things by being good. And, and so uh, be something, you know, don't be nothing, don't, don't have a do-nothing attitude but be something more. I was talking with a, a young man yesterday we were talking and he said I did my best and I, I asked him I said after you've done your best what can you do and he had to think for a moment and then he, he realized that I can do better. Sometimes we get comfortable with, uh, with that and I, I'm really Don't like that phrase myself. I've done my best. Do better. that means that you're going to go beyond. Now, now athletes, let's look at an athlete for a moment. I was in Atlanta, um, Buckhead and was at a a, a meeting regarding software engineering and, and different things. And, um, And the Atlanta Falcons had just finished playing a game and they were at the hotel And so was the opposing team. I don't remember who they had played at that moment or at this moment. And standing next to them is a big difference because they are bred to be something, to be much more than what I was bred to be physically and mentally. When it comes down to playing football, it's a big difference in playing street football, playing football in high school, college, all that. These guys were look totally different because they are, uh, they are being bred to be something that is resilient. When we see them get hit on the field and they go down in pain, that is some serious pain because they have been bred to endure. Uh, some hits they've been bred to, to run like a locomotive and you know if we step in front of them we'll get plowed under and we would be we'll be broken up. Be something. Now in order to get there, you have to make a sacrifice. you can say I'm good you know well good is just mediocre. If you're going to be something you must make sacrifices. You know, uh, college students. I, I'm a student. Then I have to study, which means I can't spend much time um, enjoying television or uh, much time, you know, hanging out. And to be disciplined. And then once I've accomplished those goals, then then I reap the benefits. I reap the rewards where I can, or you can as well. Hang out and do different things. Travel more. You know, your focus, then you remain disciplined, but you are able to have uh, some more liberal time compared to um, prior where you were trying to get there. Now you are there. So let's be something. Have you considered what you want to be? Have you considered what you want to be? This is important. Some uh, are walking around right now, and I'm talking about young men in their thirties and forties, and they have not considered. They don't know what they want to be at this time. What do you want to be? You got to take some time and and figure that out. Sit down, and think about it, and you have to try different things. You might start on one path, and and find out that um, that it's easier. I'm not talking about it easy way, I'm just talking about comprehension. You may say, I want to be, um, and find out that you really have a niche for numbers and metrics and different things. And so you take that and, and you take it to another level and now you're a, um, um, a high priced mechanic uh, fixing those electric vehicles. Or you may say, I want to be a uh, web developer, and then you find out, wow, I really have a niche. And, and, and you become an, a system engineer, which is not web development, but keeping the system up and running, the inf- part of the infrastructure team. And so there, there are variations. But have you considered what you want to be in order to do that? You have to uh, try different things. So what are you doing about that? What are you doing about it? Now, after God created man and woman in his image, he gave them instructions. He gave them some very specific instructions. And we are to be like him. We're to be like the Lord. Uh, He blessed them. He told them to be fruitful. Told them to multiply, replenish, subdue it. Have dominion, take dominion you know, own this, that he, he's given it to me You have a right to it, and to you it shall be. That's what he told them. Now, these are a few keys that must be shared with others and used daily. Now, God blessed them, meaning that he enabled them with the ability and authority to carry out a uh, what they needed to do. Like the first man, Adam and his wife, you were blessed and given favor. Now, many times people say, well, I'm blessed and highly favored. Now, I really don't know what they mean by that. I I get what they're saying because they heard someone else say it, but do you really mean, what are you you saying? What are you talking about? I, I need to understand, explain that to me when you say I'm blessed and highly favored. Now, God has blessed us and he has given us favor. And we do need to recognize that. But we need to recognize it on more of the level that he desires. It is not, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored because I feel good. That, that's good. I, I can speak in no, that. That's great. You, you need the Holy Ghost. Uh, I, can, I dance around the church. yeah. But what about your finances? Because, see, this book that is now published on Amazon, God Wants You to Succeed, uh, it was released today, um, is about finances. There are many that that go to church, uh, and they feel that they're spiritually well, but they're financially shipwrecked. And so they're looking for someone to take care of them and looking for the church to, to take care of them. I want you to take care of yourself. You should be able to do that because God spoke that into our lives. For many reasons, that memo has not immediately uh, been shared with others. That memo has not immediately shared by those who had the knowledge and ability to, to, to do so. Now, I thank God for uh, classes and, you know, they're available classes and different things that help uh, with your finances. Uh, there are some churches that I know of that teach on finances. We're, we're one of them, uh, Cornerstone of Grace. We, we love talking about credit and different things that that is part of your life. You can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. Now, parents, mentors, or whoever nurtured you May have been flawed, and so if they were flawed, uh, they may not have talked about these things. If they didn't take the initiative to learn about finances, to how to become economically sound, how to be a good steward, and then you know you're born and they don't teach you about it, or you go to school and you kind of ignore it, you know, didn't think it was important. What am I going to do with that? You know, it goes back to your basic math one plus one is two. Four minus eight leaves you with four. What I like having eight. And so I need to increase my eight to 10 and I need to increase my 10 to 20. And I don't want to keep spending four and five. And then I only have four left and I, or I have three left. I need to do some basic math here. I need to sit down and think about this. Now, we spend a lot of money on cars, especially in the U.S. People love their cars. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to knock that. But we also, I've seen people spend guilty of it. I've done it to spend more money on a a car than what you have put into your bank account. Monthly. Monthly, your money is going out And you have nothing coming in now some people are invest wisely and they are maybe they're doing something to make extra and so they're paying themselves compared to just paying off a car i was speaking with my godmother and she said you know i paid i paid cash for my car and i took the money uh she took the monthly payment or and she started applying that monthly payment into her bank account as if she was paying for her car so that she would put that money back what are you doing to subsidize what are you doing to have residual income it don't have to be anything big but residual income is nice and it adds up and so uh, if no one talked about that you know maybe they were flawed and, and don't blame them cuz they didn't know it the bible tells us when we come to the light To to walk in it. Tainted ideals are handed down from generation to generation until someone acknowledges the human ear and and is brave enough to correct them and establish a right way. Uh, The Bible tells us in Psalms 119 and 130, the interest of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. And, And so, it, that's not nothing offensive. Sometimes we just don't know, and shame on us if we don't take the time to find out. But sometimes we just don't know, uh, and I'm talking about those that are young. I'm not talking about us that are older, you know. As I, I often tell my grandsons, he he, he said, "Pop, you're older than I am," and I remind him, "Yes, I'm older, but I'm not old," you know, and so there should be some wisdom there on what to do and what not to do. Some of that wisdom is is from experience. You know, I, I have some experience in being broke, busted, and disgusted. And I also have experience in not being broke, busted, and disgusted. You know, I've learned some things, and this is what I'm sharing. I'm sharing what I've learned. I'm sharing life experience, and I'm sharing it by the scriptures what i've applied in my life that turn things around i i would help someone clean their credit up take their credit from the 400s which is pretty low pretty low pretty low pretty low up to seven hundreds and then they turned around and messed it up and now it's back went back down into the 500s so Discipline is something that we do, and we keep doing. We keep following that path to have success. And I know you want to be successful, and I want you to be successful. God wants you to be successful. It's His will. The Bible says, "I would that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper." Now, will your next step be aggressive? Will it be a step in the the light of His Word? or will you remain in the shadow of excuses? Success has the following prerequisites. A willingness to recognize and not accept excuses, cliches, hearsays. Now, this includes those we justify with scripture, you know, if the Lord will, no, he will. I just told you, the Bible says I would that you would be in prosper, that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. So we already know it is his will. We just finished reading from Genesis where he told them to take dominion, own this. You need to own this and prosper, be fruitful, be multiplied. Are you willing to change your thinking? Some people don't want to change their thinking. They they satisfy where they are, and that's dangerous. You don't want to hang around people that are satisfied. You don't want to hang around people that always have excuses and do not look at your age as an excuse. Your age actually has some leverage to it. Your age actually has advantages. Willingness to reposition from where you are. And sometimes we have to move from where we are. We, we, we're we just there in a certain place. And, you know, we're so comfortable and we're comfortable with the excuses. We're comfortable. We are accepting it. We, we have that phrase. Uh, what is it? Um, it is what it is. No, it is not. It is not. I feel so animated this morning. God bless you. <laughs> a willingness to become skilled. Take the initiative to train and to sharpen your skill set. I was at a birthday dinner about a week ago and a young man was there and we were talking about, um, he he has his degree in tech, um, uh, computer science and, uh, you know, and business. And so uh, he was, and I was telling him about my position where I am today in, in technology. And so I was just sharing with him and I gave him my testimony that I did not go to college first. I actually was at work reading dummy books and learning how to become a programmer. And so I did that daily until I and I started off with Excel, learning how to write macros. And, and, and I've gone from uh, being a Excel uh, uh, specialist, that, that's what they called me, an Excel specialist, uh, to managing uh, TMS systems, and, and then from there into data engineering, but it was self-initiated. I told y'all I'm talking from experience. It was self-initiated. Now, then I went back to college and, and started studying uh, to add to my knowledge, because a man cannot rise above his knowledge. So whether it is official vocational school or you're studying at home on your own and you're being disciplined, and you know, you're not spending hours playing video games and old games, but you're taking some time to, to feed that and nurture that gray matter that's on your shoulders. You have to have a willingness to let go. Now, if you're reluctant to do any of the prerequisites mentioned, when, uh, when necessary, you create a struggle for yourself, not the devil. The devil didn't do it. The devil's against me. The, uh, they got their foot on my neck. And no, you have your, you holding yourself back. You holding yourself back. It wasn't the person next to you, but it was your unwillingness to move, to succeed, to do something different. So let's stay focused and don't get comfortable where you are and with what you're doing. You don't have to get comfortable on your job and you don't have to open your mouth up and tell nobody that that you don't like what you're doing. Sometimes we talk too much. We talk too much. We never shut up. We talk too much and we need to keep things to ourselves. Don't tell people your plan of action. Keep it to yourself. Won't nobody know your business if you don't tell it to them and we all Know that person that we can we can tell them something, and we know that it'll get out. We know because sometimes we did we've done it on purpose because we know it would get out. But there are other times we need to plan and strategize and keep the information to ourselves. And so, as we work on it, I don't tell people uh, my about my studies and what I do. I don't share all that information at work. I show off what I know. I do not tell them that, that I'm at home doing homework and and understanding the things that I may not understand. Now, it, the, in meetings, if I don't get it, I'll say, can you please explain that so I can have clarity it, it, wording is everything. How you present something, you know, because um, we all don't have complete 100% knowledge of everything, and by the time that we do, uh, the rapture would have taken place and that's where we're gonna get it at. But, Until then, we only know in part, and the scripture tell us we only know in part, and they tell us some things are going to fail, and we won't go on to that right now, but we're talking about your success, your financial success, because God wants you to succeed, and there are steps to getting there, and we need to take those steps, and we need to be consistent in what we do, so we need to stay focused and not get comfortable uh, where we are and what we're doing. There is uh, better waiting for you because you are the best at what you do. You're the best. You're the best at what you do. I was asked, I was asked the um, question. This was just yesterday. I was asked the question of, who was my favorite hero? And I said, I am. He said, he said, no, 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 no. What, who's your, what person is your favorite? I am. I'm my favorite hero. I am. I'm happy about who I am, what God has made me to be. I'm happy about my 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 two sons, my two daughters, and uh, my my two grandsons. You know, I'm happy, and I'm. And so my and so I was then asked the question, was so, said, well, who is your um, who's your favorite child? I was asked that, and I said, I am. And they said, no, 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 no. Out of your sons and your daughters, your faith. I said, I am, because they're all a mixture of me. In other words, there's no one better than you. And when you look at your children and their prosperity, where they're succeeding at and different things, you can be proud of that and you want them to do that. I believe that all parents, want to see their children prosper and do better than they have done in their past. But it doesn't supersede you as being the best because they're looking at you and they will say, you were the best, you were the best mom. You were the best dad, you know, and so you're the best. And you should think of yourself as being the best. Yes. There's nobody better than you. Look in the mirror and say, It's good to be me. And keep telling yourself that. It's good to be you because you can't be no one else. Think of yourself. Put yourself in the happy spot and thank God. Lord, thank you for who I am. Lord, thank you for helping me to come up. I didn't have this particular knowledge, or this knowledge was in me, but it was not stimulated so that I would rise up above the occasion, I would rise up above situations, but now it's being stimulated, it's being turned on, and and you know, I'm I'm being illuminated by this, and I'm going to strive. I'm gonna be the best, because I am the best. My children, your children, if you have children, are an extension of you. And so let them know that they are the best as well. God created you with a purpose. This makes you unique. No one can be who you are. They may have the same job. They may be studying the same subject matter and, you know, in school and even uh, be above you in rank. But that does not make them better than you are. Now, go back and read Genesis 2 and um, 2, 5 to 7. Now, when you understand the purpose and uh, God's will for you to succeed, the rivers of refreshing waters are released. The gold, the dillium and the oxystones are no longer a challenge to obtain. Matter of fact, you'll find out that there are a lot of things that you thought you wanted that you really look at and say, well, you know what? I don't want that. I just wanted it in the moment because I saw it, it, was all flashy and stuff, but I really don't want that. I'm happy where I am. I'm happy who I am and it don't take much to make happiness. It, you know, sitting down with, with friends and family and just having a, a meal and laughing uh, about things and different situations and at each other is, is some of the most fulfilling times that you're, that you're gonna have in your life. Not the money, not the things. That stuff is going to stay with you and go with you. You ever wake up or sometime you're driving down the street and you have a thought uh, about something and you just start and you're laughing. Don't nobody know what you're laughing about. It just and it made you happy. It it wasn't money. It was it was a conversation you had. It was a joke that was made out of a statement that was, that was made, it was something you saw, it was something that you guys did, it was something that you shared with someone else that makes a difference. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness and grace. Thank you for this time that you have given us to talk about your word, about being better stewards, prospering, and, and certainly being in the moment being who and what you have called us to be. Lord, you've called us to be good stewards and we've made some mistakes along the way. Lord God, but thank you for correctiveness. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us to overcome evil with good. That's what your word has given us and told us to do, overcome evil with good. Lord, and I, so I pray and ask that you would bless each one that that, that is listening, each one that is reading that we'll be reading the the message the uh, Lord God of how you want us to succeed that is your will and Lord so we, we praying and asking Lord God in the name of Jesus keep our minds we 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 feel better when we do better Lord God and so we thank you right now and Lord God ask that you would keep us as we go throughout this day throughout the evening Lord God in our respective places In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Share the word of God with someone else and be blessed.